0: You're listening to Illuminate Your Practice, a podcast designed for docs craving both personal and professional growth. I'm your host, Dr. Christy Wick. I'm a practicing chiropractor, CEO, and multi-passionate entrepreneur with three extraordinary businesses. I've worked with hundreds of DCs to grow their practices with patients they love and profits that continue to grow. I personally spent many years traveling down dead ends, riddled with sleepless nights and underwhelming cash flow, only to pick myself up face the fear, and figure out my road to seven-figure practice success. It's the road I want to help you find now instead of later. It's my mission to facilitate the healing necessary to illuminate your path to success so you can own it and thrive. Let's jump in and see what today's episode has in store for you now. everybody. Welcome back to Illuminate Your Practice. So excited to join you for another episode. Today's episode is going to be a tactical tip. This will be another short episode uh, format that we're going to be introducing this season, where I will just join you with some quick advice of things to look at in practice, things to implement, things to assess in order to get things moving forward from a tactical perspective. So I am super excited about all of the comments we've been getting about this season. Lots of great response. Um, Our first episode back for season two was the most downloads we've gotten by far. Um, so I know that you are tuning in and I'm so appreciative that you are here and you're consuming this content with so many other amazing female chiropractors. So that's one thing I would love to have you do first and foremost is if you are digging episodes and you can share it for me, that will be super awesome. You can head on over and tag me on my Instagram at Dr. Christie, so D-R-K-R-Y-S-T-I. And of course, we always have links in my bio over there if you are interested in learning more about our coaching offering. Um, And some other fun stuff as we move forward that we have planned for the rest of the year. So today's episode uh, revolves around a question that I commonly hear as a coach. And that is when people are trying to grow their practice, they oftentimes are quite confused as to what particular area is the area that they should focus on most when it comes to growing their patient visit numbers. So people can get kind of lost in, should I just only be thinking about adding more new patients? Should I only be thinking about retaining the patients I have for a longer period of time? Should I do both? How do I know what my practice specifically is asking for? And the answer to that is, it's just data, (laughs) So honestly, this is something that chiropractors aren't really good at. None of us come from a world where we would, and that's not true. I can't say that. I actually know of a few chiropractors where it's their their second career and they're really good at data because in their first career, that's what they did. But the vast majority of us, uh, we weren't trained to plot a whole bunch of data and look at trends and spreadsheets. And that's just not how we are. We show up every day ready to Give phenomenal adjustments, ready to talk about stress, ready to talk about the nervous system. And honestly, a lot of the business running side is an afterthought. And that's normal. So if you are hearing this and you feel like,, Ugh, the business stuff really is a struggle for me, that's normal. I would say you are the majority of chiropractors. I have become kind of the unique one where, Honestly, I'm at a point in my career where the business stuff makes me more excited. um, And that's just who I am. And that's okay too. So I know of other chiropractors that have kind of gotten to that place in their career as well. But again, the vast majority of you are like, Data, what? Like, what data do you want me to have? And the cool part about this is if you are not fundamentally wired to look at data, when you do so, And when you choose to do it in an objective fashion, it honestly is like 80% of the answers that you need to move your business, your practice forward, 80% of those answers can be found in just the information that's already there if you're willing to actually sit down and look at it. So when it comes to patient visits and growing that number and choosing where to focus, when it comes to new patients, when it comes to only retention, some of the best things that I have ever done for this just involve taking the time to actually look at what is happening in your practice. So for instance, with new patients, taking a period of time, I would suggest either anywhere from six to 12 months. So looking at Every single new patient that you have had in either a six-month period of time, nine months, 12 months, and you certainly can have a CA help you with this process, but literally writing out their names on a spreadsheet, writing out what care plan that new patient was given. And then looking at whether or not that new patient is still a patient. So, obviously, if let's say we're doing six months and you saw, I'm just picking random numbers here, everybody, you saw 10 new patients six months ago and only three of them are still with you in the practice on wellness care. And you can take that month by month and you can assimilate trends and patterns. You can, it's, You're going to be able to see things right off the bat just by looking at who's still with you. So that's number one. Number two, when you're looking at all of that, you can look at the people that are still there, that are still with you in wellness care, and you can ask yourself, what is unique about those people? What potentially may you have done differently for those people? Or are there any... Commonalities when it comes to types of cases, demographics, um, your interest in whatever they're presenting with, um, how many family members they have gotten checked since they started, and maybe that's playing a factor with if they are still there or not. So many different things can be gleaned from who is still with you. And then, of course, the flip side. You can take a peek at, okay, this percentage of people over the last six months are no longer here. Let me extrapolate all of those names, look at them, and try to write down anything that I can remember about each of their scenarios so I can look for common trends. So, obviously, when you do this, you can really figure out pretty quickly what you need to do more of so whatever patients are still with you what were the commonalities and how do you amplify those even further and then what were potentially some of the weaknesses where for instance in the past where I have had um, you know clients do something like this it's really easy for them to initially see like oh probably a lot of these new patients weren't, the right fit for my practice in the first place. Like, I'm not the best fit for this type of case. And so we probably shouldn't have even accepted them in the first place. Hmm. If you close your eyes, can you see your dream practice in front of you? Really visualize it. Let this be the moment in the episode where you take a deep breath and let any stress you felt before you hit play roll off your shoulders so you can be 100% present. So much of building your dream practice revolves around mindset, but when so much is unknown, it can be hard to see the steps between you and your vision. How do you get there? Do you ever wish someone who walked the path to success a few steps ahead of you could give you a recipe for how they stayed in the right mindset to keep moving forward? What to avoid, what to embrace. These steps will likely surprise you, but they are the first things that need to happen before you can start running towards your vision. So check out the show notes or go to theilluminatedsquad.com forward slash the number three steps to learn the top three actions every DC should take now. That's theilluminatedsquad.com forward slash three steps. So that's a whole nother conversation for another episode of how to filter out your new patients and make sure that you are saving your energy to serve the people that are, of course, going to be served best by you as well. It's a, it's a mutual win-win when you get great at filtering those people out. But these are just some of the examples of why it's really helpful to go and actually look at real cases in a real time frame in your practice instead of just like listening to every guru under the sun and their new patient tactics and like all of us are sick of being served those sponsored ads about how whatever digital marketer today can you know flood your practice with 100 new patients next month like yawn eye roll and probably not (laughs) Very intelligent marketing when it comes to what we're talking about right now. Like getting the right people in your door is what really matters. Obviously, getting them to stay also matters, which is what we're going to talk about now. But um, so key for you to actually go through and look at this. And then if you do this and you find a lot of value in it, then just continue to do it. So have a CA on your team assigned to creating this spreadsheet, or maybe your EHR has a way where you can just pull it really easily. Um, In the past, for me, like there's something very helpful to actually just seeing it in our own real time and being able to write notes on our own spreadsheet and whatnot. So this is something easy you can implement moving forward so that you can be constantly having a chance to look at this data every quarter or every six months and adjusting accordingly. Okay, so that's number one. Then number two is the retention piece. Now, this piece is really predicated on the fact that you have a wellness offering in your practice, which just means you have some sort of plan that you are presenting to patients when they are done with whatever you call their initial plan. You have some sort of plan that you are presenting where they would continue their care. So maybe that for you is every other week you're suggesting they come twice a month, or maybe they're coming, you're suggesting they come once a week. Um, Obviously, I know for a fact, tons of chiropractors that think wellness is once a month. I personally don't, but that doesn't mean that you don't have that in your practice. So whatever it is, if you have some sort of formal recommendation, and you are setting them up on that recommendation with the understanding that it is perpetual. So, A lot of people, when they feel like they want to address retention, really the first step is they're like, well, yeah, I tell people to come once a month. And I'm like, "Okay, well, that's great to tell them to come once a month. But like, do you book that out? Do you have a special payment plan for that? Um, What does that look like actually administratively? And it's really just a verbal recommendation. Well, that's the very first thing you can change, everybody is actually make it more of a formality um, and make sure that people understand why it's important to continue on that specific cadence that you recommend. So that's number one. But let's skip ahead and say, let's say that you typically suggest bi-weekly wellness care, so people are coming twice a month and you are setting them up on a plan for that. The next step you can do is you can look at all of your Conversations that occurred with that. So let's say over a six month time frame, you talk to fifty people about you know transitioning into a biweekly, twice a month. I always have to say that because some people have trouble with the whole bi <laughs> biweekly, bi monthly, whatever. To me, biweekly means you come every other week. So that's just to clarify. But you had conversations with fifty people you're going to do the exact same thing. You're going to write down all their names. You're going to write down their details. You're going to write down when they started. So when they converted to that plan and whether or not they're still with you. And it's also awesome to see how long. So for those that are no longer with you, how long did they stay on that plan? And then can you remember anything or can your staff remember anything as to why they discontinued? Again, look at the data for patterns. Look at the data for similarities between the people that are still there and between the people that have left. How can you amplify what had happened with the people that are still there? And how can you make sure that you're addressing the reasons why the people are no longer with you? So easy, honestly. Like You could get this done by yourself if you wanted to, probably in like an hour, if you did a six-month window, you could delegate this to someone on your team and have them get it done for you. And you could probably look at it by the end of this week. It's something that's going to be helpful, I promise. And if you work it into your regular schedule, it's this is what business owners do, everybody, is they look at data. As your business grows, you will have people in your business assimilating this data for you and then presenting you the trends. And if you are someone who aspires to have a large practice, that is something to work into your plan as you are hiring to ensure that you have someone on your team or someone close to you that is great with these types of things, someone that genuinely enjoys getting all this data from your system and to your ears in a way that you can understand where they are showing you all the trends, that's really honestly the best end goal. That's where I am now is I really just assign what I want people to look at and then they come back and tell me what trends they see. And that's super helpful for me to be able to make decisions based on what's actually happening in our practice instead of just again hearing every new tactic or every new marketing thing or every new piece of potential that could help your retention you have to look at your practice as a as what it is a unique living breathing organism that has its own needs and the more you train yourself to do this, I guarantee the better results you'll get and the easier it will be for you to make decisions. So happy data analyzing. Definitely bring any patterns that you see when you're analyzing your data to the Facebook group. We will, of course, link the free Facebook group for Illuminated Kairos in the show notes so you can make sure to join us there if you haven't already. And I will catch you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye.